0: Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here.
1: Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy.
2: Like a box.
0: Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? What? If you're not down with that, we got to work for you! Ball okay. You're hearing me now, ain't you?
1: What? This Sunday, WWE presents Pretty Standard Wrestling in a Big Dumb Cage. At least if they were being honest about it. Hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty, joined as always by Jimmy Moorecraft. What's going on, man?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing my Velveteen Dream shirt, rooting for the superstar that is not on uh, the Hell in a Cell show, but should be.
1: <laughs> nice, we're hitting the ground wishful. Or should at least be on the Super Showdown with everything <laughs> going well, on there?
2: Of course, absolutely.
1: Or Evolution if it weren't. Yeah, there's a lot. That's almost how I open the show is this Sunday WWE presents Super Showdown. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just because I'm on the heels of the Triple H promo.
2: Well, yeah, the main event is Triple H and Undertaker in Hell in a Cell with Mick Foley as a special guest referee. Uh, Duh.
1: Yeah, yeah. Avi. That's what it, yeah, you're not not lying.
2: What the hell is going on? Oh,
1: my God. You are not lying for anyone who watched Raw. It's confusing. That's attitude, pal. The Mick Foley thing was so confusing. Should we just get into that, or should we take it from the top?
2: Oh, we could take it from the top. Not that the uh, opening was really, uh, I mean, I wrote good opening, so I guess I can't say it wasn't anything special. But it also wasn't anything <laughs> special. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I know what you mean, I, I, it, it just seemed very repetitive. You know, Ziggler, McIntyre, and Braun are coming out. and I don't know. It's just very formulaic to me. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, um, and Ziggler and Braun and Drew are cutting the promos about how they're... I, first, of all, is the Dogs of War a name? I guess, were you wondering that?
2: Oh, was um, I alone to wonder that? You were not alone, because I th- i think I said last week, I wonder if, if they're going to get a name. Well, yeah, we were, um, yeah. I don't think it's their official name, because I think it's like a play on, like, the Hounds of Justice. So, oh, no, no, it definitely I, I is, yeah. I wouldn't say that it's their official name, I, and I, I hope it's not.
1: Also. Yeah, and when they were talking about their band of brothers, wasn't not like, it's like, are they talking about those three or the whole heel roster, because that's, you know, they've got everybody out there. I don't know, it's just like, And also, like, are they wrong? Because the S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, in the past, like, did use the numbers to take people out. So now it's like they're using more numbers to take the S.H.I.E.L.D. out. So it's kind of like, I don't know how I feel about, you know, how wrong I feel like they are.
2: Oh, yeah, well, that's what I said last week when people online were wondering where the, the baby faces were to help the S.H.I.E.L.D.s. A, I, there really aren't many on the show to even utilize, and B, although there's a the 205 live guys, they could have used the baby face out of them at least. Apparently, um, yeah, if
1: they're using. Then his. again,
2: Drawn could have just picked them up and threw them out of the planet, so that wouldn't have worked out too well. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I definitely, I wish they talked about that more because it, it makes sense because that's what I thought too. That it's kind of like a reverse of what the Shield did back when they first debuted. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's uh, and how long is the group gonna be a group? There's just so many things about that's this my, that,
2: that's, that's my question. Yeah. Not long after Super Showdown, I have to imagine.
1: No, yeah. That's what this whole thing is building to. Braun's going to lose this Sunday, obviously.
2: Yeah. I um, like. So then, if that whole segment, S.H.I.E.L.D. comes out, and uh, they have axe handles, which I thought was strange.
1: Thank you. Yes. They have axe handles. First of all, they come out without the axe handles, and they're doing a pretty good job of taking everybody out without them. So right. they had already bought themselves the time for Dean to get them. And it's like, I don't know, it's just a weird, the whole the whole way everything played out was very weird, very strange.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't really understand that. It's not even like an object that's ever been in WWE canon, to my knowledge. Yeah. That comes right out of the box of gimmicks. So like, where'd they get them? Had they chop off the actual blade? Lots of questions there. Lots of questions, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure they didn't want us to think about it, but you can't help us not to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they just they wanted like a signature shield weapon, something different than had ever been used. I mean that's my best guess.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it would have worked if they've introduced that in the other four years they've been a three years, <laughs> they've been a group. But Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was very weird. Um and then uh backstage Corbin has them uh cornered with a bunch of very awfully not looking real security guards. Um yeah. or cops, I guess. I don't know, really. really. There were cops?
1: I think they're supposed to be cops, but it looked like nerds in costumes to me.
2: Supposed to be cops, and then Corbin threatens that they go to jail for, uh, what, resisting arrests? What, was, I don't the, even what know. was the legal terminology he attempted to use? Something along the Inciting
1: those lines. a riot? Um, That's what they said last week.
2: Yeah, uh, which I guess proved to be not true, since we yeah. know what happens later on in the show. We um, should we talk about
1: that now with Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and Baron Corbin? Because I had a few issues with that. I rewatched it since Monday, and. It only made the issues I had stronger.
2: Yeah. When did that happen? That happened... Like
1: around the middle of the show, I feel like. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Did you notice the name tag on the cop that Dean Ambrose and Seth brought in? Yes. That was the thing, right? Supposed to be related to Dean. Yeah. Because the way... I feel like they could have made that a lot clearer in the way that Dean was interacting with him. Like, that's the impression I got, and I read the name tag, and I was like, yeah, okay. But the way Dean was talking to him was like, they just met to me.
2: Well, I guess after seeing the name tag, you're supposed to assume that it's a cop that's a family friend that's a cop that's got or, – or a family member that's a cop that's got him, right. that's got him out of stuff before Right, that but then
1: Dean is like, I'll call you if I get in trouble again, and he's like, yeah. And Dean's like, really? And it's like, well, wouldn't this already be established if he was your family member? Isn't that why he's there if he's your family member?
2: Yeah, I was just surprised that Dean resorted back to that kind of humorous character, because it seemed to me that he was drifting from that. Yeah. So that was the first... I'm
1: sure he hates it. Also, yeah, um, yeah. Seth Rollins, is it not... When he says, for 25 years on Raw, people been, he basically said people have been arriving, raised in hell, and leaving. And then he said, now the S.H.I.E.L.D. finally gets arrested. It's like, no, people... He literally just said... I feel like that was an homage to Stone Cold, which is obviously the big precedent for someone getting arrested on Raw, which happened, obviously, a very long time ago. It's just a weird thing to say and and way to say it, I thought.
2: Yeah, definitely. The only thing that I liked about this was their body language after the first time Corbin introduced the police officers. Um, I thought that Roman, as much as I hate him, I mean, he worked in The Shield in the the beginning before all of this awful pushing nonsense started Mm -hmm. because of that type of character. So that worked, and their body language was down um, you mean
1: like how Seth was the one that had to kind of back Dean and, and Roman yeah, off?
2: Yeah, all of that.
0: And
1: I also, liked all of that, yeah. Why did Roman get in one of the, randomly one of the cops' face and not Corbin's face? Did you not get that? Because I, I definitely thought that at that point on Monday.
2: Um, I was confused by that, but at the same time, that's what I'm talking about when I say that's kind of what got him popular in the group to begin with, was that kind of silent behavior. Yeah, I guess it was weird that he decided to look at a cop. I guess.
1: Yeah. It's like you're the champ now, though.
2: Well, uh, you wouldn't know it, because I haven't seen the title on Raw yet, I don't think.
1: Yeah. At this point, anyway. So, thank you, I think, you, Le- I think Reznor's Kurt- still champion.
2: <laughs> yeah, he bitched at Brock. At least Brock brought the title everywhere he went. <laughs> yeah.
1: Seen the title about as much as we've seen Brock since SummerSlam, so, you know, 2 plus 2.
2: Um, I'm blanking out, though. Uh, what? So, I have Elias and Balor as the last wrestling match. Oh, that's right. Roman and Braun. Roman and Braun. I, I forgot yeah. what actually was in the main event segment.
1: Yeah. Roman uh, Braun.
2: Very, very anticlimactic. I don't know if you want to talk about that here. Sure.
1: It was. Uh, it was. I, I,
2: there's not, not much to talk about. I, I don't know why Braun waited until then to find Roman. Um, I don't understand why they thought out of all the stunts they've done, why I would have just not done any physicality. There's a lot of feud leading into Hell in a Cell that they chose to have like physicality on the go-home shows for both Raw and SmackDown, Yeah. and I don't agree with them doing that.
1: Yeah, should um, we go through the list? I mean, you're right. There uh, was a lot what of that.
2: Tal- of what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, this was one of them. I thought Ron and Bliss was one of them. Yep. I thought that Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton was one of them. Yep. Uh, that one was the one I had the problem with the most, actually.
1: The Miz and Daniel Bryan and them, and uh, also Seth and Dean, obviously. Which we now know is a match.
2: Right. Joe and Styles didn't. Which, right. I, lo- I, mean, I I loved
1: liked- the, the yeah, I yeah. Loved the way they did that on SmackDown. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then Roman just does a Samoan drop to Braun on a uh, landing pad that I saw in the beginning of the show, and I hate when they do that because you know it's going to be utilized because it's yep. never there normally. Yeah. And uh, it just didn't get a reaction from the crowd. It was a very weak thing to do after all of the insane spots they've had throughout this year-long feud. Yeah. Um, I love it. So yeah, it was... It was
1: just a very lame,
2: very lame. Yeah, sadly. Uh, so we're going to go into predictions, obviously, when we go run down the card. Uh, but in terms of Raw, after all of the Shield stuff, we had Nikki Bella versus Ruby Riot. Um, That's right. Which oh, was oh. fine.
1: Well, the, they have the social media, the Bellas showing up at the arena from earlier. Oh yeah, and their locker room was trashed by yeah. on the wall like somebody wrote like the bellows and then crossed it out and neatly wrote like the riot squad and was stuff to that effect it was like wow this isn't you're not getting the effect i think you're going for here
2: yeah it was pretty lame very very lame <laughs> but they got to they got to advertise for their youtube channel so that's good
1: i guess i'm not watching it
2: uh, yeah the match was very standard um i kind of wish that brie wasn't I, I just think Bree should have been on SmackDown and Nikki should have been on Raw. Um, yeah. Which is weird since Nikki's actually on SmackDown technically, but I guess that doesn't matter anymore, really.
1: Um, do you think they're going to have Bree turn heel with Nikki on
2: Ronda? Um, well, yes, because Bree's going to be with Nikki at the Super Showdown match. So, yeah, I do.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, and that's when you think it's going to happen?
2: Yeah, for sure. Okay. It kind of has to happen just because, I mean, it makes the most sense. Or the Raw after it. No? Um. Yeah, I just think it'd be what? weird to have a whole six-woman match and then wait to do that moment after. I, yeah, I guess it could be the RAW after.
1: I mean, we're going to get uh, into the fact... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
2: You're, well, you'll just want a talking point from the Super Showdown, I feel like, so I would utilize that event to do it. But I guess I could do it the RAW after. Yeah. But with them all in the ring and they could do a double team, I feel like it'd make more sense at Super Showdown.
1: Is this a good point to talk about what we're inevitably going to, what came out today?
2: Uh. Yeah, we could definitely... yeah. Sure. I mean, just um, to
1: mention it, just to say, because that's confirmed at this point, Nikki Bella versus Ronda.
2: Yeah. So a leaked card for Evolution came out on one of those pieces of paper that they often have leaked things that we have seen, like Raw. Yeah, the run sheet have been legitimate. We've seen them on this sheet. Yeah. Um,
1: it's weird to have it's like again, a run sheet so far in advance, though. That's one weird thing about it.
2: It is weird, and also the Raw is that because you know, like, oh, script for last night's Raw, it could just be somebody literally. Uh, I think last week or two weeks ago this happened where uh, it was a leaked script, but it happened. It came out after Raw aired. So technically all anybody had to do was watch Raw and then type up something to make it look real. Um, this seems oh, a yeah. little too on the nose for me. Naomi and Melina was uh, apparently started. I don't know if I texted you about this, but Naomi and Melina was uh, teased so. at the, I think the Kids' Choice Awards maybe, or one of those award shows. You're kidding. Um no. Oh, do I you mean, think, so you
1: think the person who maybe faked this saw that, and that's where that match came from? Is that what you're saying?
2: Or this is real, and the reason they did that at the award show is to kind of start planting the seeds. Either way, yeah. But yeah. that is where it came from, at least, yeah. Yeah. Um. Then we have an NXT UK uh, Championship match, which I'm sure will probably be on the on the main card. Uh, most people don't know the people I meant, so I won't go over that. Thank you. Um. They have a special announcement, which is a segment. I don't know if that'll be on the pre-show or not, but... Uh, later on in the card, we see a women's tag team championship match. So I could only assume that this announcement will announce the tag team titles, which I think is would be weird to do at the pay per view. Yeah, like why not do it before the pay per view? So that's kind of weird to me that they would just unless they market it like, oh, there's going to be a really special announcement at Evolution on the pre show, and then they just pick teams. Oh, that's because
1: so the announcement that it says for earlier. That's what you think it is. Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: That's also what the dirt sheets, when they leaked it, assumed as well. That is weird. Um, so it's Alicia Fox and Kelly Kelly, which is f***ing really weird, especially after Kelly Kelly was the only one who had a bad performance in the Rumble, this past Rumble. Um,
1: the, yeah, I just don't know why. Rumble. I don't even think don't they were about like the a thing. not the only bad performance. One of the worst. Probably the worst. Yeah, I,
2: I don't even think they were like a thing, though, back in the Divas era. So that's confusing. Um, yeah. Then we have Versus the Iconics, which is amazing. Mandy Rose and Sony Deville, Beth Phoenix and Natalia, which I don't know if you recall us talking about Beth Phoenix and Natalia being a tag team. Yeah, they have history together, yeah. Yeah, I forgot what their name was, but they
1: were like a little thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they didn't have one.
2: So it's essentially a fatal any... four-way for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Um, and the Iconics and Mandy Rose and Sony Deville are the only legitimate tag teams in that. So you have to imagine one of those will win. Uh, praying to God the Iconics win, if this is real, that'd be awesome. Right. Um, Totally agree. Then we have uh, a Carmella talk show with the ladies of GLOW, which I could see being a thing, and I almost wondered if they were going to bring GLOW into this, so that kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, Then we have Riot Squad versus Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Ivory, Right. which is really weird. I thought Ivory would maybe be like a surprise entrant in the Rumble this year. But to have right. her in, like, a legitimate match randomly is very weird to me.
1: And to not have, like, um, you texted, we were texting about this, and to not have Sasha and Bailey in the tag match is also very right. weird. Yeah, that d- extremely. And that doesn't even close to justify it.
2: Not at all. And I can't even imagine how they're going to get there, because people are going to, if they tease, like, a special guest, I feel like Ivory won't get that big of a pop. Because yeah. she isn't that well-known of that era. I feel like Molly Holly would have been good, or someone like that. Totally. Um, then we have the Mae Young Classics, Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. 20 women battle royal, Uh, winner faces Kyrie Sane for the NXT Women's Championship. This makes me believe that it's going to be women from not just NXT.
0: Oh, yeah. I I mean, it
2: kind of has to be women from not just NXT. Definitely. Unless they include the other women in the Mae Young Classic who didn't make it to the finals, which is a possibility. You think? Yeah, I mean, either that or they have main roster people, but that'd be weird, too.
1: That would be weird, yeah.
2: Um, Then we have Asuka versus Ember Moon. Which that makes sense given the feud they had in NXT, and they can make it like Ember Moon wants to beat Asuka. So I could see and, and we know they have awesome matches, so if yeah. that's real, that'll be awesome. Well
1: I'm looking um, at I'm looking at these three, Asuka versus Ember Moon, Naomi versus Molina, Mickey James versus Lita. You got three, you know, former women and three current women, why not have you know where I'm going with this, I'm sure. Why not have Asuka versus Lita, Naomi versus Well, I mean, Naomi versus Melina is fine, but Mickey James versus Ember Moon. You know? Or Ember Moon versus Melina and Naomi versus Mickey James. Like, why not have more matches on the card that are former star versus current star to help make it feel special, you know?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I do prefer it this way. Asuka and Ember Moon will provide the That's pure crazy. wrestling match. Naomi and Melina is kind of like a novelty, and Mickey James and Lita is random, but. The hell can he do? Uh, I mean, I, I would love Lita and Asuka for sure. Um, yeah. And Mickey James uh, and
1: Ember Moon, I, don't know, I think.
2: Well, no, I mean, that's a match you could do on Raw, though. I don't, I don't know if I would do that on the website. Oscar paper. versus you know Ember Moon I mean? is
1: a match that you could have done on Raw. Yeah, but I they're on
2: different brands, and they've had I also guess. matches, so people well, are going to be excited for that.
1: Okay, okay.
2: Uh, then we have whoever wins the Battle Royal against Kari Sane. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Alexa versus Trish. And then uh, Becky versus Charlotte. I'm hoping this is a Steel Cage match, like I said, or some right. sort of
1: something. Something.
2: And then uh, some the, main event something. Is Nikki Bella. the main event is Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey.
1: As of now, unless cooler heads prevail.
2: Um. So yeah. So and no, uh, just ba- briefly Yeah. Go ahead. Oh right. No, thank you for saying that. Um. So no, Shana Baszler in a match. She is on the poster, the real poster, which oh, real. makes me oh, think that she's just gonna win this Battle Royal. Which makes me think
1: why are they Why not just Royal? announce
2: the match? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why would you have a Battle Royal just to have? A rematch between the last champion and the current champion. Yeah. Doesn't make any um, sense.
2: No sense. And we were talking about last week that they would have a battle royal, and I guess it's a way to...
1: Yeah, squeeze everybody in. You can say it.
2: I don't know. I guess they didn't want to have the battle royal for no reason, since there are two other women's battle royals at Rumble and presumably Mania. So yeah. I don't know. It, it's definitely strange, though. Very. Um, but that's evolution. And, uh... Isn't it? Oh, Nia Jax is the biggest omission.
1: Yeah. for me. Yeah, is she, um, is she maybe she's injured, I was thinking. Uh,
2: so she's not actually.
1: Oh, good. We put that rumor to bed.
2: She actually did a fa- an Instagram or a Facebook or one of those live, whatever the hell they're called. And um, people were speculating. She's not injured. She was taking some time off, but there was no injury. Um, I thought that either Nia versus Beth because of their rumble beef. And, um, oh, yeah. Or Nia and Karma because of, I mean, Nia and Karma alone. Not saying it'd be a yeah. great match, but like the spectacle of it. Totally. Um, Karma, though, Kia Stevens is one of the main leads in Glow. That's so right. I wonder if they might do something with Naya coming out there.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. Hopefully she's, she's also a part on the of it.
2: Poster. She's also on the poster, though, Naya. Huh. So, that's weird. Very weird, yeah. Um, but I don't know. If I have to guess. I'm going to say this is real or at least what they're thinking of right now.
0: Just because yeah, it but seems I mean... way
2: too random. We know about the title matches and. You know, the people in the NXT UK match or people in the NXT UK division. And uh, I don't know, it just seems very uh, detailed. Yeah. And it, you know, makes sense. Asuka and Evermoon make sense. So I don't know. I guess we have to see how it plays out. But um, I was definitely uh, interested when I saw this this morning.
1: I hope they... I don't know. I hope they just make it... they, They book according to the fact that it's now known, it's pretty widely known now, that Nikki versus Ronda is where they're headed. You know what I mean? If they do some... Like, what's supposed to be, like, a big shocking turn. I don't know. I feel like it's going to obviously fall flat.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. If I were them, I would change some of this around. Because I'm sure Vince is aware that this is out there.
1: Oh, if I were them, I would change a lot of it around.
2: Yeah. And the Alicia Fox Kelly Kelly thing is, if anyone's listening, guys, change that. Please. (laughs) Now. Like, immediately. Yeah. Um, And also, Sasha and Bailey's third partner. I mean, mad respect to Ivory and she was definitely a pioneer of the earlier, you know, whatever, but what about Calundra Blades or something yeah, like I that? Do. That'd
1: be pretty cool. respect. Uh yeah, I mean I don't think yeah, no that
2: would be cool. I mean and I was thinking I don't know if, if you were just going to say in terms of her being physically fit to be a competitor? I don't was, even was know. That, I have no idea. Was that No. Was that no. where you were going going? Nope. Oh okay. Cuz I Ivory mean, is really, I stopped myself too.
1: so it doesn't matter where I was going. Well, I I, have I figured no idea. That's
2: why. But I thought that I mean my it mind be, went there too. Maybe
1: that's you think that's why. That's on you.
2: Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, and then, uh, like we were talking about Nikki and Ruby, Nikki wins. Uh, they had a pretty solid match. Nothing to write home about. Um, definitely, you could tell that of Nikki and Bree, Nikki's the one. I mean, she's always been the better competitor. Yeah. But um, you know, nothing really looked bad, I'd say. But it was just, it was what it was. Yep. It was um, whatever. After this, we had uh, Drake Maverick providing or attempting to provide a reason for why he's with AOP. Oh,
1: man, yeah.
2: Um, he at least took off the vest, so now he just has the pants. Yeah, uh, that was so a compromise, pants, I guess. And the tag team. Well, I guess they <laughs> all wear the pants, so that's a bad joke. Dude, right, but when anyway. he
1: was giving them that pep talk, were you not thinking, but why the hell are they listening to him?
2: Yeah, oh, for sure. Why
1: the hell aren't they just grabbing this guy and fucking chucking him like they would any also, other guy his size?
2: I think Corey Graves alluded to the fact that, like, why is Drake not getting better competition for AOP? Which is kind of what I was thinking. Like, now that you have a manager, the manager, K Fabe, is, like, the one who manages their career and gets matches. So, I I, I don't know. I just thought that was weird. But then again, there aren't that many tag teams on Raw. Yeah, and it also
1: seems like they're doing favors for the GM. So, I mean, he could use that as leverage, right? Oh,
2: for sure. Yeah. Uh, Triple H was next.
1: Yes, this promo um, was awesome.
2: Yeah, the promo was awesome. I liked when he got out of the limo and um, uh, he looked at the security guard. Very yeah. small point, but I thought that and was. And he funny. like
1: kind of laughed a little bit. Did you think that was? That's definitely like a little like he's like remembering. No, I, yeah, 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 for like, sure. Oh, I remember those days.
2: Yeah. Right. Um, also, did you? I don't know if you noticed, but when the graphic came up in the arena, the crowd didn't pop. So I was wondering, like, oh, like maybe they don't see this. But his pop when he came out was pretty abysmal.
1: Yeah, for well, being I mean, Triple he's, H, I mean, he's not. It's not like he hasn't been around him forever.
2: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I was. Just, I guess it just kind of. I noticed it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what, I loved what he said. It was really short and sweet. I yeah. thought Taker was going to come out here actually, because of how short it was. Um, yeah. It sucks that he has to use this Michaels thing to frame the feud because it's so random, but I like that it's there now, that it, that they're playing it out this way, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, Michaels is kind um, of just the face of the legends chiming in. Or at least the yo, one no, that I, broke the camel's back slash taker's ego. Does
2: and I mean, you definitely you definitely had to mention him based on the fact that The last image of the last match Triple H and Taker had was with Shawn Michaels on the ramp. So, you know, I guess they could have done that simply in a video package or whatever. But uh, now that they've gone through the gamut, um, he didn't bring up Shawn Michaels being in Australia. I still don't get why they're not making that a bigger deal. Very weird to me.
1: Um, He's not going to be like the ref. He's not going to be probably a big part of the match.
2: No, I know. But he's still going to be live in attendance. And I think that's going to be a selling point for some people. That's all. It's just a weird thing not to market at a glorified house show with 80,000 people you need to fill. Yeah, um, Fill them up. But yeah, I liked it a lot. Undertaker's going to be there next week, so I guess for tort. tour. Um, I think I would have done this at Hell in a Cell maybe, or maybe the Raw after Hell they in a definitely, Cell.
1: Definitely. I'm glad. Yeah, we were texting about this. They definitely yeah. should have done this. They should have teased it on Monday and had Triple H show up and say that at Hell in a Cell. Maybe that would have made it seem like The Undertaker was going to show up and if he ultimately wasn't. Or maybe they have something planned for Hell in a Cell that relies on Triple H having cut the promo Monday. Hopefully. I think that's the best case scenario, or at least that's what I'm pulling for. You know what I mean? Okay. I think Um, I said that to you texting, right? Like, I don't know what it would be, but that would justify why Triple H was there.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Also, as a researcher, uh, literally as my job, I would love to know where the data came from from that poll.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe that was a dot-com poll? I didn't think to notice. Well, I mean,
2: any good reputable survey always has source and then where it comes from. So, yeah. very small detail. Again, no one else is probably thinking of that. I literally do that for a living now. So Did you have I a hard
1: time to... believing that figure?
2: Oh, yeah. Because I, 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 I think the fan watching, and I don't know when it was done, like, all these things matter in research. And I know they're not worried about those details, but for me, I yeah. mean, it matters. Um, I think fans watching last week with how many people fed it against Triple H, I can't imagine it'd be that skewed to favor Undertaker.
1: Four to one is basically what it was.
2: Yeah. That's it's yeah. a it's very small detail. I get what they're the story is that uh, Triple H is an underdog essentially. I yeah. get it. I but, found it um, pretty
1: believable that people okay. would think that that people would think that. Okay. And I like the yeah. way that I love the way that Triple H cut the promo and just like the last little when he put when he put the, the little bit of respect I had for you. Oh man, so good. You know, the little gesture.
2: Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and then Triple H said that him and Undertaker have had four matches Oh, At WrestleMania.
1: I think what he was talking about is... He said after those four matches... I think he's talking about the back-to-back two Shawn Michaels and two Triple H matches.
2: Oh, yeah. He should have made said, that clearer. Maybe. He said
1: after those four matches, you were never the same or something like that. To that effect. But yeah, I think... Because I was thinking about that, too. I was like, wait, what? But,
2: yeah, it was like 17, 27, and 28. Am I missing something?
1: Yeah, no. They tend to not acknowledge... I mean, you know, for the sake of this... Part of their feud they don't really acknowledge the 17 one gotcha
2: oh 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 um renee young you know big props to her she's officially joining the monday night raw team yeah i'm glad you said
1: that yeah yeah, yeah. um i know that was confusing
2: for some people because she's been on but there was really no announcement (laughs) before this that she was permanent Um, right right she was filling in for coach coach is now going to be on the pre-shows taking her spot which i think is good he's better in an analyst position not in a I need to think of things and be on top of my game for three hours straight on live TV. Yeah. Well, he don't know talking good like me and you. Um, Interesting
1: way to put it. He's taking her spot on the pre-show. <laughs> That's what's yeah, happening. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, Um Also, did you notice? Okay. So Renee Young, I guess now that she's full time, she got, uh, fed her first line by Vince. Cause she said that the riot squad should bow down to the Bella twins Ugh. or like should, you know, put yeah. the Bella twins over as these like, that was kind of cringeworthy. Um, which isn't her fault. Also, she said when it was said early on in the broadcast, so it was probably during the Shields, Ziggler, War Dog, Dog of Wars, whatever the f*** it's called thing. Um, She said, it's time to let their locker room put on blast.
1: Yeah, that was weird.
2: And then she said put on blast like two other times. So, Renee, if you're listening, you need to know how to use the phrase because it's not... (laughs) <laughs> it's i'm going to put them on blast yeah not it's time to let the locker room put on blast that's not a complete sentence
1: that's not no that's Lover not how you do that I think she's
2: great but that was very noticeable there
1: was a couple things Lover. yeah also later on in the night i forget which match it was where she got it all right no cheering sorry you're, you're right good. gotta call
0: yeah. down the middle Dollar.
2: it was like what yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, after this, we had the Tag Team Championships. I guess we could say that the Revival are dumb and don't care about getting titles. Because they were nowhere to be found. Yeah. Didn't care about <laughs> losing their opportunity. Um,
1: Somebody didn't care about them losing their opportunity. Anyway. Well, right.
2: Um, I don't know if they thought that them saying something would be a babyface turn that they don't want the audience to think that's the case. Regardless, Dude. just pay more attention to your Tag Team division. Because yeah, it's not right.
1: They didn't think um, that. But the thing you're wondering if they thought, they didn't think that. That's you putting more thought into it than they ever will,
2: unfortunately. Well, right. I guess I'm saying sorry. Uh, sorry. my disappointment with it. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, that's really all I have to say about the match. I think it was way too competitive. I think that Ziggler was on way too much defense. Yeah. You know, I give him props for not making it a squash, even though it probably would have helped Ziggler and Drew going into Sunday, because now they have a random tag team championship match with a team who, sorry to say, don't really deserve it.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, so statistically... statistics. that's weird.
2: Also, Ziggler never got his IC Championship rematch, so I know that you have issues with that sometimes, so that's weird.
1: Yeah, he doesn't care about it. It's not convenient for him to care about it.
2: He mentioned it last week, though, which is weird. Yeah. Or the week before that. One of those weeks, he mentioned it. Um, I don't know. So that's that. Oh, and they also technically cheated to win. Ziggler and McIntyre, which also was unnecessary.
1: Wait, how did they cheat?
2: Well, uh, Ziggler like drew. Uh, I don't know. One of them like double teamed one of them when the ref wasn't looking. Oh. Which just it wasn't. It just wasn't needed. Yeah, it just, it, you just didn't have to do it. Right. Um, Total cliche. This guy. Oh, the arresting angle. We talked about it before, but yeah. I guess it makes more sense now that it was supposed to be Ambrose's family member. But I guess. no cop stops in the middle of reading someone their Miranda rights because someone says, "Oh, wait a minute." Oh. Once you start reading your Miranda rights, the decision has been made yep. that you were being detained. Yep, and Seth which Ron- is just like easy stuff to write. This doesn't require. It's not even like we're overthinking this. It's just. It's just common knowledge.
1: It's like the cop was just understood to be listening to whatever Rollins told him to do. That's, and also yeah, also I mean, Rollins said, "This sheriff is here. He's prepared to issue a warrant for your arrest." That right there, I'm like, no. The judge issues the. That's.
2: Not, right, the warrant uh, should be already there.
1: Yeah. And, if he's here to arrest, then the warrant's definitely been
2: issued. Basic Brockonomics. Yeah. <laughs> so I know we talked about that, but that was something that I wanted to mention. Yeah, definitely. Um, next, we had Kevin Owens versus Tyler Breeze, which yeah. I felt like I was back in NXT. Um, <laughs> I give them credit here, too, more so than I do in the B-Team-Ziggler-McIntyre match. For I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't a match, and Tyler Breeze was there to get destroyed and get the apron powerbomb. But I do like that he got that, like, minute of offense in. I think that just just that minute, yeah. I don't know, I, I, I almost wonder if Kevin Owens was talking to someone backstage and was like, you know, we should let him get this in, because it, it was weird. Yeah. Given how given how Breeze has been presented to us and how you and I and maybe others think that Vince perceives Breeze right. as a jobber, um, I don't know, small detail, but it was a very small instance of him kind of you know, fighting back a bit, and obviously it led to his back getting destroyed on the apron, but for me, as a Tyler Breeze fan, I was, I don't know, kind of liking that.
1: What about as a Kevin Owens fan, how did you feel about the whole, everything he said afterwards about why he did that, Uh, and, and, you know, that aspect of why he only, why he came back a week later, and what he's here now to do?
2: I think it was something. I think that it still makes no sense why he's helping Braun, even though he made it seem like he's not really helping anyone. He's doing what he wants to do. Um, I don't know how legitimate that whole, like, I mean, the angle is interesting that he's not liable for what he does to superstars if they make that a thing, because in the beginning of his career, he was that vile, sadistic kind of character, and they can kind of bring him back to that. But it's just weird that Corbin would agree to that, being a general manager of the show, Heal or not heal. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I like the context they provided. I don't know if I get why Kevin is helping Braun still, even not if supposed he wants he's not supposed to think about
1: it. Is there any chance that Kevin Owens still comes back and does the face turn thing in Hell in a Cell? Under, no, under this premise, so. like he fooled Baron Corbin into giving him that leeway, and now he's going to use it to get Braun back, cost him the universal no, title? Because he said he was going to cost him everything, and he still hasn't done that.
2: No, and I don't think we should want that to happen because it, all that's going to happen is it'll be a feud for Braun after he loses to Roman and he'll get squashed again by Braun. So I don't even know if we want that to happen. We only like that if Braun was going to win the title, right?
1: Yeah, I guess. No,
2: well, well no, no, Kevin, no, Kevin Owens no. is going to
1: cost him the title.
2: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I know you and I were saying that maybe Kevin Owens could put up more of a fight, but I, I, I don't know what it would do for him either way, to yeah. be
1: honest. I also keep coming. It would back have been
2: to- better if if he didn't come back, and that was the first time he was there. I would have liked it, but now that he's here, I don't know if I agree with it anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, I just don't know what I want to have. What what could happen at Hell in a Cell that would keep me intrigued? I know Roman's not losing the title. Um, I still hate the randomness of Braun, Dolphin, and Drew. Like, I don't know. I think even Braun in the AOP would have been so much better.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um. You know, I mean, like I said a few weeks ago, he's still getting some type of a story. He's still getting segments on Raw. So they they still utilize him in some way. It's just the way that they're utilizing him that I don't always agree with. Um, I'm the talent, and I don't like the vibe. So why don't you change that up, okay? Yeah.
1: What oh. culture was saying, they see him as a utility player, unfortunately. Definitely.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: it's not a good one thing. Other thing yeah, go one ahead. other
2: thing is um, he talked about why he attacked Bobby Lashley. Oh, and yeah. did what I, what I said last week and used Sammy as a reason. So that was a positive for me.
1: That's good, yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's really his feud now, is Bobby Lashley.
2: My man. <laughs> what is Oh, that? Oh,
1: what was that? Yeah.
2: Well, you heard him do it last week like five times too, right? Yeah. That's like his new thing, I guess. I don't, oh, I don't get it. Yeah, but, but what was
1: the Leo Rush thing?
2: Oh my god, that was fucking really weird. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of the. I actually of Leo kind of Rush, forgot right?
1: about it. I just remembered I me something too, about actually. that reminded me. Yeah, go ahead.
2: I was kind of excited to see him on Raw. I have to. I mean, I don't know. Do we think? What are they doing with two or five live people just becoming managers now? Because that's kind of the vibe that I was getting. Cause that'd I be guess. a thing. Yeah. Um. Or just Leo's ways to incorporate
1: them into Raw. Like, well, why not have them wrestle? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we well we saw how that went. I kind of think I agree with them keeping them on I think you live.
1: give it a better shot. Maybe don't have them wrestle every week. Make their matches a big deal whenever they happen on Raw.
2: Don't have them wrestle every week, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But I guess it's all or nothing with them. I guess, yeah. Um, then we have Glorious Gable versus The Ascension. Now, after seeing their behavior this week, it's quite obvious that Rude's going to turn on Gable at some point. With the way Gable wasn't really tagging in. Yeah. Or tagging Rudin. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah,
1: he didn't do either.
2: I, I like their interactions for the most part. I hate that Bobby Root is, is a bumbling idiot still the way he looks and smiles and yeah. I don't know what He's Chad Gable sees in Bobby Root or what Bobby Root accomplished to make Chad Gable want to even be with him. So there's that. Yeah. Um It kinda feels I mean, like they're I, both
1: playing each other whenever they've shown them backstage talking to one another. It's like a most eccentric compliment competition.
2: It is over the top. And that's what I guess I like it is that I am fairly intrigued. More than I think I have any right to be. Well. So I guess they're doing that part
1: right. I agree with that.
2: <laughs> assuming it leads somewhere. That's us assuming it leads somewhere. Yeah, I mean I
1: think we know where it's headed.
2: Well, this is WWE, don't forget. Yeah. ronda and Natalia versus Bliss and James. Oh yeah. So it seems to me that Rhonda, this was her first I would say, I mean, she sold a lot in her match with Naya Jackson. She did well. But in this match, she was selling her ribs. Apparently, that's a thing that's going to be happening on Sunday, I guess. Yeah, apparently. Um, I don't think enough damage was done to the ribs to warrant her selling her ribs. Right. So that was confusing to me a bit. Definitely. Um, I mean, Alexa Bliss, like, kicked her in the ribs at the end, and then I guess she had a few moves done to her during the match. Um, So I don't know. I guess it'll be more competitive. I saw a match that they had in, I forgot where, a few weeks ago. It was a live event. And it was a little more competitive. Bliss got some more moves in. The match at the live event went the way I wanted it to go at SummerSlam, actually. It was about seven minutes long. It was
1: a one-on-one match or a tag match?
2: A one-on-one match. Oh, shit It was, uh, I think, about six or seven minutes long.
1: Good. Hopefully they got to work some stuff out.
2: Ronda was on defense for a good three minutes, I'd say, because Bliss threw her into the steps. She got to do her the insult to injury, that knee, and then the backflip into the knee. Um, she got right. to do some of her offense that I liked. So I kind of feel like that's what they're going to do this Sunday. And have Ronda yeah. to win ultimately, obviously. Of course. Um, but other than that, that's all I have for this.
1: Yeah. Um, um, natty,
2: Natty turning. Do we think it could happen here or no? I don't think it's going to happen
1: anytime soon because Nikki's got to turn. Oh right. You know.
2: Oh, that's right. I said I'd have Natty turn at Evolution.
1: Like after Nikki turns, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, right. At yeah. Ever, at,
2: during the match, yeah.
1: That might even be a bit soon after Nikki turns. I mean, it is. Also, but yeah, they but still it would make sense
2: it. because of the whole Total Divas thing. I don't know if they would play that, but that'd be. Like, oh, of course she's going to be on the Bella side. Oh, yeah. So that'd be something.
1: You think she could screw Ronda and Nikki could win the Raw Women's title in 2018?
2: That's what I said last week, that I don't think it'll happen, but I think it's definitely a possibility to talk about.
1: Yeah, it's just, unfortunately, I mean, I don't think it would happen, but I wouldn't think this match would happen.
2: And yet, here we are. I know. Remember when I said it to you for the first time on air and there was, like, an awkward, very awkward silence? yeah.
1: It was, yeah. Not, yeah, I remember.
2: And now it's <laughs> an unfortunate reality.
1: I was speechless. I'm
2: excited too! Um, next, we have the most confusing part of the show. I don't know about you. Elias is out doing his shtick. Mick Foley interrupts. Yes. And announces that he uh, will be the special guest referee of the main event this Sunday between Braun and Roman.
1: Yep. Why? Right, good question.
2: No context provided. No
1: Elias. Elias isn't in that match, in case and anybody they, was wondering. <laughs>
2: And they even went as far as bring up Stephanie. I wouldn't even have brought up Stephanie. I mean, I guess they wanted to provide context for why he's in it. But yeah. why would Stephanie put someone in who's probably going to favor the good guy? Yeah, I don't know. What? Like, I don't, unless, like, he's going to get attacked or something. I really don't know. I mean, he has a special on the network after Hell in a Cell commemorating 20 years of the Hell in a Cell with Undertaker, King of the Ring, 97. Yeah. I don't know why that warrants him being in the main event, though.
1: Yeah, me neither. Because
2: every, every Hell in a Cell season, he usually just comes out and will talk to... He did it with Dean and Seth, and I think he did it with Brock and Undertaker, and he yeah. you know, talks about the Cell and blah 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 and whatever. Also uh, great, I guess.
1: Didn't they promote his appearance on Raw like it had something to do with the Triple H Undertaker match at Super Showdown? Because I feel like with him talking no, about the Hell he, in a Cell he match, he that's what a big part of Hell Because that's a big part of what made it confusing for me. You know.
2: Well, the issue is that last week they advertised him right after Triple H being on Raw. In terms of the graphic, they yeah, were like I feel Triple like they H, H said, like a
1: longtime rival of both of them, Mick Foley will be here next no, week. No, I
2: know, but I'm saying I think because he, they transitioned from that, they kind of that's just the way they flowed. It was weird. I agree, but I just think
0: like, yeah. oh, we just
2: showed Triple H's face. Here's Mick Foley's face, and they had history. Yeah, I guess, but definitely confusing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, and then Stephanie lets Mick Foley make a match, which was weird. Like, why not just oh, have yeah. Elias like beat up Mick Foley, and then Finn comes out to help him. Yeah,
1: I don't know. That that's weird. I guess it felt like Foley had to like get a one up on Elias. Is my best guess. I don't know. It Made no sense.
2: But it was a very nothing match, and I don't know. I that that's it. Really, they, yeah. Finn Balor won with a roll up. So not as yeah.
1: easily as you'd like him to have. I mean, you know, for me anyway.
2: And then, like we said, that we ended with Braun looking for Roman, and Roman drops Braun through a, a I don't even know what it's called. Crash pad Not the floor crash pad. crash
1: pad Also known as not the floor Yeah
2: And um That's how Rowan up there
1: Yes it is Yes and it, it was is a, So
2: very weak go home show
1: Yeah just Very weak Come on guys All that shit with the cops Like That's another thing When Rollins came out of that When Rollins talked to Corbin alone I wanted him to come out And be like Alright It's all right, said. It's gonna be me versus Roman For the universal title With Dean as the referee and Roman and Dean would be like, wait, what? That's not what we talked about. <laughs> and he's like, come sir. on, guys. You know me. You know, you shouldn't, <laughs> you shouldn't let me do the negotiating. You know,
2: it's the best we got. Yeah. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It was just a weird show. Yeah. SmackDown? Yep. Um, SmackDown opens up with the Jeff Hardy promo, which was weird, but I guess he is weird, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> I have to give them credit for making this match feel important, because I never thought that would happen in 2018. Um,
1: yeah, it doesn't to me. So
2: Jeff Hardy essentially says that he's going to beat Randy Orton, like any babyface would say, leading into a match. I think he could have sold the importance of it being his first Hell in a Cell match more. Yeah,
1: because you had um, said that the past couple of weeks, so you're still not satisfied. I think he could
2: have teased doing things in the Cell to make people want to tune in to watch that match specifically. Well, I
1: mean, I feel like he already um, has. We, you know he's going off that Cell. We all know he's going off that Cell
2: damn, we got to put a rocket ship under this kid. And uh, then he has a match with Shinsuke Nakamura, which was weird. Like, I don't understand why they just couldn't have Randy Orton come out, do like a promo battle. I feel like that would have been better than this. Yeah. And then maybe tease physicality and do the thing where, you know, Orton goes for an RKO, Hardy goes for a choice of fate, and then Orton rolls out. So you're teasing physicality, but you're leading to Sunday. Yeah. That's that's how you want to sell a go-home show. I'm not saying none of the feuds can have any physicality, but – there were too many of them that did. Yeah. And, you gotta f- one marry one, kill one. Go. And Hardy got the upper hand completely. Which, going by WB's logic, you would think that Hardy's gonna lose. Um,
1: it was weird that what, Hardy got the upper hand after all that because Orton beat him down pretty substantially.
2: Yeah, and it was a, it was it, I don't know it was long it was very long yeah. the whole it was weird it was like thirty very. minutes of that and yeah. I don't know I I wouldn't have done that.
1: Same here. I still think, as we'll go on through SmackDown, there's other matches that should be in the cell more than this, in my opinion.
2: Uh, yeah, probably. Both the title um, matches. Spoiler. So, then we had uh, the first uh, video segment with AJ promoting the AJ and Joe feud, which is an example of exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't want to have physicality. Yep. Um, I loved it. AJ was in his dad jeans on the stairs in an empty arena. Said some pretty cool things. Hell yeah. Admitted that Joe's getting into his head. Uh, I like what he said, how it was something about the house that AJ Styles built. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get me out of my house or something like that. It was pretty clever.
1: He said it's not for rent and damn sure not for sale.
2: And then Samoa Joe's was excellent. Because given to anyone else, that whole storybook fairy tale thing, it would have been probably anyone else would have bombed. Yeah. And uh, his delivery was incredible. Uh, It was great.
1: The book was great. Yeah, I I just I tweeted right after the AJ Styles promo that Triple H and AJ had the two best promos of the week, respectively, on Raw and SmackDown. They're so good. AJ's promo I just loved the empty arena, everything he said. He said something about you're not in my head when we're in this ring. Something I don't know. It was really good. It was awesome. And yeah, the Smojo thing it also worked so well. I think because the book was so well done. You know, like they put there was obviously detail put into it, like some time put into it.
2: Oh, for sure. Well, you think AJ's is better than Joe's? I thought Joe was. No, well, Joe, I think
1: AJ's was more of a straight up promo. Joe's was like a produced thing, you know? Uh, Okay. And also, my part of that point was that I said that right after the AJ thing before I saw the Samoa Joe one. Ah. But I still stand by it for that reason, because I think the Samoa Joe thing was more of a produced, prepackaged thing.
2: Yeah, okay, fair enough.
0: If you can't say something entertaining, then shut the hell up.
2: Then we had Charlotte versus Sonya Deville, which I thought was a pretty damn good match. Yeah, it was a good match. This is Sonya Deville's best match by far. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really an opportunity when you're given a spot to make the most of it. And she did. And she did, yeah. Yeah. With the thing, uh, on, you know,
1: having said the social media thing earlier in the day, how Charlotte shouldn't look at this as a warm-up match or whatever, and the match that they had followed through on it, her body language, her facial expressions, it was awesome.
2: Yeah, it was very good. And uh, Charlotte won, obviously, yep. but uh, I think it did a lot for Sonya.
1: Definitely, definitely. And then after the match, Becky Lynch pulled a Randy Orton, in my opinion.
2: How
1: so? She just showed up and attacked Charlotte. I mean, it wasn't exactly what Orton did, but it was basically a Randy Orton.
2: I was like, I just saw this. Well, because Orton didn't cosplay as a fan.
1: Yeah, it was as different as it had to be. Charlotte actually won the match. Orton interfered during the match. But it's still, it was as different as it had to be. I was like, I just saw this.
2: Yeah. That's why I'm hoping if they wrestle at Evolution, which I think they will, um, it's a, there's a stipulation involved. There's gonna have to be at that point. Um yo, yeah. And then we have uh the number one contendership for the tag team championships, Rusev Day versus the bar. Yeah. Um this was a weird decision to me to have Rusev Day go over. Yeah. Um it was a great match. And I think that I really like the story of Aiden English continuing to prove his worth. I think it's a red herring for the fact that Aiden is going to turn on Rusev eventually. Oh, really? I don't know if that's going to happen this Sunday, but I think that they're being really heavy handed with Aiden being like, I don't know, so indebted to Rusev after Rusev was the one shutting him out weeks ago.
1: Yeah. I just think Aiden's the only sympathetic figure. Um,
2: but having a baby face for his babyface match, I don't know if this is going to be a comedy match. Uh, I mean, there's no build to it since I don't like when they do the number one contendership matches on the go-home show because there's no story. It's just a match. Mm -hmm. I would have done a triple threat match. I would have had a no count out or something and had a triple threat this Sunday. Um, We already know that it's going to be the bar versus the new day at Super Showdown. Maybe that's why they went with of Day here, which I didn't consider. Oh yeah, Um, That's the problem they have with announcing matches early. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why they couldn't have waited like just till next week and said like, oh, like. Well, I guess because I lost the match, so it wouldn't make sense why they're getting a tag team championship match. So I don't know. In whatever case, it doesn't make sense.
1: Well, yeah, it doesn't. But, um, still doesn't. It was a good match. Yeah, definitely, definitely. The ending was um, a, the ending uh, was suffered a little bit from like the in the moment thing of after Seamus kicks Aiden, I guess he had to take another second to like push Aiden out of the ring because Rusev wasn't like ready to hit the hit the kick. But it was just while he's pushing Aiden out of the ring, it's like why would he do this? You know, you kick the wrong guy, he would immediately turn around and go after the guy he was trying to go after. Yeah. but Yeah, I thought that too. Just one of those in-the-moment things where you have to adjust a little bit on the spot, I guess. If he did it my way, the wrong guy would have won. Um,
2: so if Mick Foley was the most confusing thing about Raw, uh, Carmella was the most confusing thing about SmackDown. I don't know about you.
1: No, yeah, um, definitely.
2: Is she just a babyface now? And like all of the disgust she showed to Truth and all of that is just out the window because of a Facebook Live show? A Facebook I watch show rather. I guess. God damn it, I'm not
1: intimidating. Um, oh, they're teaming which, on them. I miss that. But that makes sense. They're gonna be teaming yeah, on that stupid they're thing. A team.
2: Um also they're a team yet it looks like to me that they set up perfectly for a mixed tag team match and they're not gonna have it in the mixed match challenge. Which I would have liked this even more if this is all for that, because I appreciate you know, if they have a lot of content, I appreciate them trying whenever they can. To tie it all together But I'm right. And Zelina aren't even In the f***ing Mixed match challenge Which is the reason Why I was furious yeah, that's And I'm right. still furious That's right yeah, I think I'm even, gonna bu- I'm even gonna Boycott the show for that
1: Yeah uh, I will too
2: mm-hmm. Charlotte and AJ Are a team too by the way So they like Can't lose So the entire thing Is over
1: Alright Yeah they can't lose, yeah.
2: <laughs> um so anyway, Carmela comes out with R Truth, she's now his MC, it's weird. Andrade had a cheat to beat him, that was weird. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just a way of getting someone on the show and capitalizing on truth's popularity, and I don't think I would have just had Andrade beat him, as yeah. he definitely can.
1: Can I ask why Carmella taking out Zelina distracted R Truth and not Andrade? Wouldn't shouldn't it work the other way around? Doesn't it
2: always? It's supposed to work that way, yeah.
1: Yeah. Makes no sense the way they did it. But anyway,
2: then our main event, which was announced on Sunday, which I was like, very confused that they had the balls to say Brie Bella and Maurice would main event Smackdown. (laughs) Um, After Brie Bella's horrific and scary showing on Raw, I was like, oh, great. Now she'll be in the ring with someone who hasn't wrestled in seven years in a single match. Wonderful. Yeah. I guess I should have known that it would have played out the way that it did.
1: I was going to say, there's no surprise the way it happened.
2: And another feud that ended in physicality when it shouldn't have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just
2: Just unnecessary. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. And I, mean, I guess yeah, go ahead. Miz and Maurice well, I guess we'll go into I, I that's I don't really have much to say about yeah, that this. Segment. is a good segue.
1: Wait, let's just talk about this match for Hell in a Cell. I think Brian and Bree are definitely gonna win and then you have the Miz win the number one contender match at Super Showdown against Brian, no?
2: Um yeah, I mean I could see Miz and Maurice winning because of how SmackDown ended, but I think your way is the way I would book it if I was in charge. Yeah.
1: I mean my adjusted way is not what I would have done all along but
2: um also I have to say looking at the card completely this is a pretty strong card now I'm not saying it was built Which? and and hell in a cell hell in a cell okay um I'm not saying it was built and booked and creatively cooked was worked out that way but when I'm looking at the matches on paper there isn't really a match that I'm looking at that I'm like you know there's always a match that you're like oh I'm you know that's just happening and I'm not going to I don't know go to the bathroom or something like that. Um, There really isn't one here outside of Russo Day and New Day, but I like them all, so that'll be fun.
1: Yeah, these guys all love having fun and wrestling in that order.
2: Which we can get into next. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Um, I just think the New Day is going to win.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's been pretty well established already on this episode that New Day is going to win. Yeah.
2: And then uh, looking at the other Tag Team Championship match, Ziggler McIntyre versus Stephen Dean. Um, so this is interesting because I think they're going to probably go with one faction holding all titles. So in this case, so I kind of think the shield Ambrose and, and, and Rollins are going to win the titles already.
1: Yeah, no, I I think that too. Remember we were talking about this last week. I feel like I said they're going to (laughs) win. Oh yeah, I guess you did. They're going to have all the red belts.
2: Well, the match wasn't announced last week, but maybe you were saying, no, yeah, I was saying, I think we
1: were talking about where do you go with Drew and Dolph as champions last week. Oh, okay. Looks like that didn't take um, long.
2: I would have this match open the show because I have to imagine they're all going to play a role in the main event.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you, you them, would think that the way
2: it's trending. The later you have them scattered, even though it's a Hell in a Cell match and that's not supposed to happen. Uh, then we have... By the way, there's no IC title match and no U.S. title match. Oh, yeah. Very weird.
1: Yeah, Shinsuke is not on the card at all. That's, that's not Not on really. the card.
2: Uh, I guess we can go into the two women's matches. First is Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. Yeah. Um, I think Becky Lynch is going to win.
1: Yeah. Totally agree. Do you think yeah, she's I mean, going to cheat? Um, Probably. Probably. I mean, I guess she has to the way the feud's been going.
2: That'll be script. Script reads me. Or she wins this straight up, and then the rematch on SmackDown, like I booked last week, there's some sort of a count-out she tries to escape, and that leads to the cage match at Evolution.
1: Oh, Yeah. There you go, yeah. Maybe she doesn't full-on cheat. Maybe she just, like, takes advantage of the rules or holds the tights or something to that effect, but... Okay. That's attitude, pal. Yeah. Um, this whole card I'm looking at, I feel like we pretty much are probably on the same page with every match. It seems very predictable to me.
2: It's very predictable, but if you look at, the, like, you know, AJ Joe, Roman Strowman, Charlotte Becky... Uh,
1: right, that's the card. Good point.
2: Hardy Orton wouldn't be exciting, but it's a sell match.
1: Right, but between two mediocre guys, I
2: agree with that it's predictable. But I am looking forward to the show. It's same, cell.
1: but like every which match, doesn't, which doesn't happen often. Yeah.
2: Um. Well, Ziggler, McIntyre, and Seth and Dean were on the same page, but I wouldn't say it's predictable for Seth and Dean to win.
1: Yeah, this because and the Drew just area. won the title. Yeah.
2: yeah. And Dana Bryan and, and the mixed tag match, I would say, could be up in the air for some people.
1: Yeah. Is there any other match that could be up in the air? Cause,
2: no. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess depending on your level of investment in the product, AJ and Joe, people maybe some people think Joe might win, but we know he won't.
1: Yeah. Uh, we can actually get
2: there now. Okay. Since, um, since they're not, I, the mixed tag match, I feel like is more important than this match based on how SmackDown is telling me it is, Um. Yeah. which is a shame. Yeah. I, I think it'll yeah. be... I think it'll be phenomenal. Um, we know that there's a third match scheduled for Super Showdown, so I really would not be surprised to see another no count out, or uh, not no count out, no contest.
1: Another, yeah, another match, another phenomenal match, probably ruined by a stupid finish, stupid non. But regardless, stupid A J and Joe are winning.
2: Non finish, yeah.
1: Did you say regardless A J and Joe are winning?
2: I did say that, but <laughs> I meant to say that uh, A J is winning. Yeah. Well, AJ's walking away right with the title.
1: The fans are winning.
2: Oh, yeah. Except for the finish. Um, Are you kidding me? uh, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. I mean, not much more to say except for Ronda's gonna win.
1: Which didn't really need to be said.
2: The only thing I hope for is for Bliss to get just an inkling more of offense in.
1: Yep, she probably won't, but same.
2: Also, it'd be cool if, like, Alexa Bliss gets on the microphone after she loses and starts bitching to the crowd and Trish Stratus comes out.
1: Oh, you think? Yeah. Yeah, that could be cool.
2: I don't know if it'll happen, but I think that match does not feel as important as it should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean but then they'll have a time. little time.
1: How much they'll have a few weeks in between. It's
2: three it's three weeks, yeah. Yeah. No, actually I lied. Five weeks.
1: Well Super Showdown's probably three weeks, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. Five weeks five weeks for evolution and three weeks for Super Showdown, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Um Do you think like the Bella twins come here because they're teaming with Rhonda at Super Showdown and they like help offset Alicia and Mickey? Yeah, maybe. To kind of further, like, the whole that Bella Twins are on Ronda's side, but then they won't be.
1: If Alicia and Mickey are both with Alexa, because figure Natty will probably be with Ronda.
2: Oh, I forgot about oh, that. Oh, actually,
1: right,
2: the way well, they, the, the way they kind of established
1: it, yeah, was either, was like, the Bellas are going to try to take Natty's place. Didn't they kind of hint that with the backstage thing? Not this last week, week, I think last, last week? week. No, no, oh, no, last week, um, yeah. Um, I don't know. When they were saying, like, if you ever want advice from us, they were saying it's great that Natty gives you advice and training, but if you ever want advice from us, like, that's obviously, you know. Yeah. To to get to the eventual evolution match, but it's like, is Ronda going to listen? Is that going to cause friction with Natty? Maybe right. she shows up with the bells and learns a lesson that way. I don't know.
2: Yeah, no, I, I don't know. But I'm sure that there's going to be some, like, shenanigans here. Definitely. Um. I also don't think that Natty needs to come out with Ronda every single time. I think the last time Ronda came out alone was Money in the Bank. Yeah. Like, it's Ronda fucking Rousey, come on.
1: Yeah, and they were building towards Natty turning, as we, you know, as we pretty much know.
2: Yeah. Um, and then we have Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton in one of the two cell matches. Um, I am very, very curious to see how this match is structured, how it's laid out, how long it is, what kind of spots there are.
1: This match could open the show.
2: I think it should, actually. I would take back my tag team championship. Get a
1: partner, get in line.
2: I think that if you're going to have a pay-per-view called Hell in a Cell, which I don't agree with them having, but I don't want to get on that tangent. Yeah, um,
1: please don't. You
2: should, and you have two Cell matches, open and close it.
1: Yeah, well, how else would you let the wrestlers in for their match? (laughs) No, I know, you're saying open and close the show with the Cell. Bookends.
2: So, all right, I don't think Jeff Hardy is going to try a swanton from the top, right? Really? I do. Really?
1: Yeah, they've totally implied that. I feel like, I think he's gonna go off and miss.
2: I just think that Shane McMahon ruined any possibility of those spots meaning anything anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, no, if he the swanton is cooler though because he rotates, he does a flip. No,
2: I know, but just the concept of that. Because I remember, like for a while, we were saying like, oh, that'll never happen again. The cell got higher, like. Even when Seth and Dean fell, yeah, then it wasn't Shane the did top.
1: It. If Shane can do it, if 46-year-old Shane can do it, then no, Jeff that's Hardy point, can do though, it. Is that,
2: that's my point, though, is that Shane did it now, so it's not novel when it happens. I know it can be done. Yeah, I don't know. I think while, it, it'll
1: be cooler being the swanton and not just the elbow drop where he basically just falls off the cage.
2: I think it'll be cool. I just think it'll visually have less of an impact because yeah. of the prior two stunts. That's all. Yeah. I'm bored, brother.
1: Is Hardy um, scheduled for Super Showdown, do you know, or are we no. still thinking so we're still thinking this is he might this might write him off T V for a while? I
2: think so. Yeah. Especially based on the Absolutely. way it happened
1: on SmackDown with the go home to it.
2: And then I think the only match we have left is Roman Braun. Yep. Um Braun wins. I think that Braun uh is gonna win L O L. Just kidding. Yeah, um, I was gonna say I think Roman's going to win. I think that they're going to do some spot with, like, the cage breaking or something, and that leaves people coming in, and uh, it's going to be very overbooked. I think Mick Foley is probably going to be attacked by Braun at some point, probably.
1: You Really? Uh, wow.
2: Yeah, I think so. Braun's going to have to I take easy on him. I think Mick is in the match to further get Roman cheered, because as much as Braun has been getting a shockingly heel response at a pay-per-view, I don't know where the pay-per-view is, but most of the time they're... In cities where, it's not a wrestling city, but they're a smart crowd. Yeah. Um, I think that Braun will get cheered regardless. And I think that Mick might help offset Roman getting booed by Braun bullying Mick Foley. Yeah. Back off, little man. Yeah, if not, I not, definitely I literally see I don't know why he's in it. I have no idea if that's not what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, just to add intrigue to the to the match, like, there was I guess. no
2: like prior interaction. Like, why not do like a backstage segment with like them two, like mix walking and he sees Braun or mix walking and he sees Roman or I don't know. I maybe hope they that's part of the pre-show I, at least.
1: Yeah, maybe that's part of why they want us to tune in to see the dynamic between the the three.
2: But I'm not. I, I'm, I can't say I'm looking forward to that aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, I
1: think I'd look I also more say to say it that. if they
2: had. I look more forward to it if they did provide some backstory to it. Actually, to be honest. Huh.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just keep thinking, how are Dolphin and Drew not going to lose all respect for Braun after he doesn't win this title this Sunday?
2: Well, because I think Ziggler and Drew will probably be involved in the finish somehow, and Braun can blame them if he wants.
1: I guess. I mean, you had the briefcase, dummy. You had the briefcase. Like, just based on the way they won the titles, I'm thinking, man, is Braun not learning from this? They had no edge. They went into a show with no edge and came out of it with titles. You went into a show with a briefcase, and three weeks later, you came out of it with nothing. You big dummy. Totally. Just
0: frustrating. So you get nothing!
1: I think Braun, just in case I haven't made it clear, Braun should have never given the case into Baron. They should have made the match with Roman for Hell in a Cell that week on Raw. Later on that night, when he turned and Drew and Dolph and him beat down Roman and then beat down the other two, he should have cashed in the briefcase and won the title this match at Hell in a Cell should be a rematch. That's yeah, you know. And Kevin Owens shouldn't have come back. He should come back at Hell in a Cell during the match when everybody is down. I mean, it's too late for that now, but that's what should have happened, and he should have cost Braun the title.
2: Yeah, that would have been much better. Totally wishful agree. booking. The name of the show. <laughs> yep, it'll always apply. Um, that is there anything else?
1: I think that's it. Yeah. Did you have anything else to say about like uh, Evolution? That that Evolution card. I'm hesitant um, to go too deep in on it because just in case, you know, it's somebody just playing jokes.
2: Um, I would wishfully book a segment. I've actually, I haven't said this on the show, but I've thought of it a few times. I don't think it'll happen. That's why it's wishfully booking. But I would have Mandy Rose either be backstage or even in the ring cutting a promo. How like, you know, even though we're in a different era, I still look as beautiful as those divas and something along those lines. And then you have Sable come out and Sable Bomber. Because oh, wow. Sable kind of reminds me of Mandy a bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of similar blonde, fit, skinny yeah. wrestler. Definitely. Uh, I don't think it'll happen, but I would love that. Hearing that, yeah. I loved her theme song so much, too. I think Mandy Rose's um, gimmick
1: should be The Last Diva or something to that effect.
2: Well, I kind of think that's what Emelina was supposed to do. I actually kind of feel like Mandy Rose got Emelina's gimmick minus... No, I... I, I oh, know. and a I thought you said Melina. And Melina.
1: Yeah, and Melina was. That's what she was supposed to be. Totally.
2: Yeah. Um, if Naomi and Melina happens, how do you think they actually, like... Well, I, never mind. The way they did the, the other two matches is just announced it. Because I was going to yeah. ask how they get to it, but Mickey James and Lita just happened. Just And Tristratus and Bliss just happened.
0: Yep.
1: That's how they yeah. get to it. Somebody says it. Um, They're both really flexible, so I guess that's the thinking behind the actual match. Naomi and, you know.
2: I do have a fun fact this week. Sweet. I listened to Jericho's podcast with Young Bucks and Cody that was done before All In. And I had, uh, it was a lot of interesting stuff that, um, actually a lot of cool facts. But um, among them is that Jericho and Vince openly communicated about All In. You're and kidding. Vince was actually excited for them. Wow. Um, Vince said that September is the worst time to promote, though, and that they shouldn't have done it in September. And then they sold out in 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> but he wasn't saying it like a dick. Like he was genuinely saying, like, "Oh, like I wish they had talked to me." Right. September is not a good ma- a-, a good time to promote. Right.
1: Because um, if anyone's going to give you good good advice for competing with WWE, it's Vince McMahon.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and then and then just the, the choice to have Jericho uh, be in it was, he always kind of said out of respect to Vince, he wouldn't be in a North American show. That's right. why the, the New Japan shows he's done has been in the ones in Japan.
1: Right, um, and not an WWE North American show.
2: Yeah, and uh, they went back and forth, him and Cody, about, you know, thinking of a spot for All In up until like the very last minute. And uh, Jericho had a show with Fozzie that he literally had to like reschedule and postpone And after his segment with Omega. Because everyone was wondering why the main event of Olin was what it was. It was a six-man tag match right. when Omega and Pentagon would have been the better main event and it was the best match. Oh, you um, think?
1: I, th- I thought the main event should have obviously been Cody Rhodes versus Nick Aldis. Oh,
2: I'm sorry. Or that. Well, yeah, okay. Well, there okay. but, but I Definitely figure Cody just
1: didn't want to book himself into that position. But that it seems like to me that should have clearly been the main event.
2: Yeah no yeah well that definitely yeah, with all the history it's,
1: it's, with it's, the it. NWA title Cody Rhodes is the American Nightmare come on
2: yeah but you also have Kenny Omega probably being the biggest star on the show and and the match was good enough right. that if it well, was spot it would have been warranted
1: but you think that's part of the reason is because Jericho had to fly out like right after they did that so that it could make a Fozzie yeah, show. yeah he that literally
2: night. had to take a, he had to take I don't know if he flew or if he drove but he had a show and he walked. From his car, whatever transportation he took onto the show after that segment with Omega.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's sick. His dedication so, is second to none.
2: Yeah, and it's actually a good listen. I would recommend people uh, listening to it. There's a bunch of fun tidbits about. Uh,
1: I'll definitely about, check
2: it out. He, uh, he also thinks that Hulk Hogan is better than Ric Flair, which I thought what? was interesting. Who? Yeah, Jericho. <sighs> uh, wow. he, I think he was talking from an overall character getting heat, you know, knowing his audience perspective. Which I still think Ric Flair is better at than Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I agree. But, um, yeah, some hot takes from him on that show.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. And that is all I have. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us for Wishful Booking. We will check out Hell in a Cell and uh, see what kind of hell awaits for us inside of it. Uh, my name is Lee McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at RealHugeActor.
2: My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. Like us on Facebook
1: at WishfulBookingPod and email in WishfulBooking at gmail.com. And enjoy the show, I guess.
2: So
0: long, guys. Later, guys. We're going to hell. We're going to hell. We're going to hell. We're going to hell. We're going to- So show me some remorse, show me a little guilt. Don't tell me we're just animals waiting our next kill. I've been disciplined by religion, by fear, so I can't quite seem to keep my thoughts pure. I have a hunger for the deviant and a thirst far worse We're going to hell